This is No PC Allowed, a.k.a. No Political Correctness Allowed. And I am Mac Iverson. Leonard Cohen wrote these song lyrics, and it's a pretty good song, too. My mirrored room, my secret life. It's lonely here. There's no one left to torture. Give me absolute control over every living soul. And lie beside me, baby. That's an order. Skipping around a bit here. Give me crack and anal sex. Give me back the Berlin Wall. I've seen the future, brother. It is murder. The blizzard of the world has crossed the threshold, and it's overturned the order of the soul. When they said, they said, repent, 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 repent. I wonder what they meant. And now the wheels of heaven stop. You can feel the devil's writing crop. Get ready for the future. It is murder. There will be the breaking of the ancient Western code. Your private life will suddenly explode. There will be phantoms. There will be fires on the road. You'll see your woman hanging upside down, her features covered by her fallen gown, and all the lousy little poets coming around trying to sound like Charlie Manson. And it goes on. But that sick, demonic, dystopian viewpoint appears to be all the rage these days. So today, we will be looking at the LGBT insanity. Until recently, it was important that this was all kept relatively secret. Now, suddenly, transsexuals and pedophiles are feeling quite confident that they can all come prancing out of their... Uh, in unison, their jewel-encrusted closets and wearing spackled high heels and garters and exposing themselves in the most disgusting way to innocent children. Now, this is surely all very stimulating to these degenerate perverts. But to the rest of us normal folks, many of them belong in prison for child molestation. Just a few years ago, almost no one was homosexual. Certainly, it wasn't professed much. Now, it seems it's everywhere. You see them everywhere. The effeminate, panty-waist barista at Starbucks is a perennial stereotype. But when this drag queen fashion parade finally starts to wind down and these sexually abused children wake up from their hyped-up hypnosis, their so-called parents will, by the millions, face financial ruin in the hundreds of millions of dollars. Their own kids will sue them for their willful neglect and child abuse. By contrast, I long for the days when effeminate boys were picked on on playgrounds that forced many of them to grow up, and that is the kindest cruelty there is, telling them the uncomfortable truth about who they really are. Tough love is the truest love. Unfortunately, the world we live in is cruel. It's objectively supposed to be that way. Even though, subjectively, we all, including myself, of course, hate cruelty. We hate it. Only sadists and psychopaths love cruelty. But this fallen world is full of it, and to deny it would make you either insane or a drooling idiot. And this sad world is now full of of the sick and twisted LGBTs, but it all originates from homosexuality.
What's driving all this insanity? Transhumanism is the, or the embedding of technology into human biology for the sake of enhanced health and longevity. It sounds innocent, even agreeable perhaps, but when synthesized with a godless philosophy, leftism and technocracy, it takes on a much more sinister demeanor. The final destination being totalitarianism, if it advances the way our global elites wish with the foxes guarding the henhouse. The dirt on all these globalist tyrants is obvious. They are not to be trusted. So homosexuality is not some natural blooming flower of inevitability. It has been pushed hard and at lightning speed and with big billionaire money for decades. Sex change is a form of transhumanism. It's starting here because it's fundamental to soften the people up first before infusing technology with the brain, for example. The ultimate way for them to control your thoughts. Transsexualism strongly intersects with mental illness. The mentally and spiritually ill are the first to want to be experimented upon in desperate hopes that their torment can miraculously and suddenly be cured. Elon Musk says that with AI, we are, quote, summoning the demon because it is our biggest existential threat, probably, unquote. Look at the world today with the LGBT fascists clamoring, clamoring for not acceptance, but for control of your mind and your children's souls. To understand the foundation, here's a quick flashcard history of homosexuality. World War II was a tragedy in many ways. Many young children were orphaned growing up without a father, one of the key ingredients as to why boys become homosexual. Left-winger Dr. Spock was a major reason for the misguided parenting after the war. He wrote a book that sold 50 million copies in 42 languages. Beginning in the 1950s, sex researchers Masters and Johnson began normalizing perversion. In 1969, there were the Stonewall Riots, with homosexuals starting to come out of the closet. In the 1970s, the American Psychological Association, by fiat, simply declared that homosexuality was no longer a mental illness. In 2013, homosexual unions were decreed legal. After insisting homosexual marriage was never the goal, these groups pushed until the Supreme Court made it legal in 2015 with Obergefell v. Hodges. It is blatantly unconstitutional, but hey, so is Roe v. Wade, but the politics of bullying and coercion rules the day. And for several years now, we also have the protection money racket, which displays itself through companies such as Coca-Cola and Hershey's and endless others who have to, or so they believe, grab their ankles for the woke perverts or else be called names that hurt their business models beyond repair. It's the same old protection racket straight from Sicily and the mean streets of New York and Chicago. Hey, it's all businesses done around here. What's next? Well, child molesters, being the enlightened progressives that they are, 
are now pushing for legalized adult-child sexual intercourse. And judging from all the successes from the past, they are licking their ravenous chops at, the, at that prospect. They fully expect to succeed soon because the average American is acting like a cowardly hawk's chicken on this matter. Well, I don't want to speak up uh, because I might lose my job or someone might get mad at me or give me a mean look. Yes, very manly sounding. So, there is a decided momentum for these morally degenerate homosexual perverts. For example, the so-called federal holiday Juneteenth, signed as law by Vice President Brandon, purports to focus on the evils of slavery and the emancipation from it. That's odd. Vice President Brandon and his fellow Democrats have no problem with the hellhole known by many as the city of Chicago, where black-on-black crime is through the Sears Tower roof, and Democrats and rhinos don't seem to really care at all. Nor do they seem to care about sex slavery. So why do these lying a-holes pretend to care about emancipation when inner-city blacks and young girls especially are clearly not emancipated from this more insidious form of state-sponsored modern slavery. All this blatantly insincere jaw-jacking over how blacks have suffered is merely the precursor to reparations in which the main benefit is to the deep state mafia and to suck hard-working taxpayers dry and make blacks even more dependent on massive corrupting welfare payouts and to keep them as slaves. Likewise, the LGBT mafia is nothing but perversion piggybacking upon skin color, and the 1964 Snivel Rights Act, an extra-constitutional addendum to our original legitimate Bill of Rights. And yes, you heard me right. I didn't say civil rights. I said snivel rights, as in sniveling. Think about it. Being bisexual is obviously a choice of perversion, but is being relegated the exact same status as being born black. But any sick a-hole can choose to be a pervert or bisexual. No one can choose to be black. Riddle me this. What do abortion and drag queen story hour have in common? Democrats and rhinos both are doing Satan's bidding by destroying the innocent. They are both ripping it apart beyond recognition. The sick, tragic comedy of so-called love is obsessed with superficial, symbolic heart shapes. A common response to a sincere and intelligent critique of the LGBTs is to put thumbs and forefingers together to imitate a heart shape. That's their juvenile response, and it makes perfect sense to them because they have baby brains bullied by their own tyrannical hearts. But the truest love of all is tough love, or complete honesty, is a complete love, a truth they automatically hate and therefore are unlikely to ever truly know. 
and that is guaranteed to make them miserable for the rest of their short, tragic, clownish lives. Transsexual brainwashing indoctrination in schools is child molestation of the very worst kind. It's like taking a white-hot poker and sticking it directly into a child's eye. It is literally on that level. And if I were to react upon that attitude, I would quite possibly spend the rest of my life in prison for attacking these lost, tormented LGBT souls who are perpetuating hell on earth by abusing innocent children. But my viewpoint is in the minority. So the child molestation continues because the average American still has his head lodged firmly up his arse on this LGBT issue. It is not about snivel rights. It is about good versus pure, raw evil. And dear listener, don't you ever forget that. These immoral monsters and demons don't fear judgment at all. As Christianity has softened, so has America and the world. There is also a sexual component to tyranny. I opened with the song lyrics called The Future, again, to quote from it. Give me absolute control over every living soul. And lie beside me, baby, that's an order. Give me crack and anal sex. Give me back the Berlin Wall. I've seen the future, brother. It is murder. This describes not only sadomasochistic control, but also the totalitarian or SM impulse of many socialist, communist, and fascist societies. Total domination against all dissent. The LGBTs don't care about equality. It's all about power over. SM is bullying, so is LGBT tyranny. In conclusion, George Soros has said, I don't believe there is a God, but if there is one, I'm it. God detests such hubris and is, I believe, punishing all of us for collectively not standing up to it. This entire LGBT bowel movement began with the money of one deranged guy, George Soros. If he had never been born, would the world be anywhere near as screwed up? What about that pig, Oprah Winfrey, and her wacky wokeness that she infected America with? On the flip side, what about all the good men? What if there was no George Washington or Abraham Lincoln or Donald Trump? One personality, just one, can make or break a country. The LGBTs are so in your face because they are tormented souls pleading, begging to be defeated, to be completely destroyed. It's what they want, almost entirely subconsciously. Their fanaticism is merely a death wish. It is time for the LGBTs to really lose their innocence. Only God's maturity and salvation can solve their mental illness and spiritual darkness. Theirs is a slavery far, far worse than even the slavery of blacks. Those were physical chains. These chains are of inner demonic torment, and only Christ can free them. 
It's Jesus saying, you're with me or you're against me. I came here not to unite, but first to divide. Confronting reality will finally make them happy. Only the toughest of these Mr. Softies will ever make it. Albert Einstein said, those who tolerate evil are worse than those who do the actual evil. You've been listening to No PC Allowed, and I am Mac Iverson, and we will meet again next week.